0: Welcome to the Business Academy podcast, from technician to CEO in practice, where our goal is to take you from overwhelm to freedom. My name is Ethan Dainberg, and I'm your host today, and I'll be your host here on every episode of our podcast. We're going to be sharing hacks, strategies, and principles to take you from good to great and from overwhelm to freedom. Whether you're a chiropractor, medical doctor, dentist, veterinarian, no matter the profession of healthcare, our goal is to take you to where you want to be. I'm here today with Dr. Rademacher, our guest. And uh, Dr. Rademacher, you know, do you want to share a little bit about yourself and uh, uh, what you've been able to do in practice over the years? I and mean, you've done a lot of big things in practice, not only with, with revenue and patient volume and business growth, but also from organization structure. And you almost have, in many cases, the ultimate freedom uh, when it comes to, to running your business. You're never really even working on it, you're working in it. Tell me a little bit about yourself and, and uh, you know,
1: what we're going to talk about today. Sure. So I, um, you know, I've been out since uh, school since 1995. And uh, you know, over those first few years, I'm an associate, struggling, uh, got into my own business. And I, uh, one of the outpoints that I was running into and the problems I was running into was, I really wasn't uh, able to convert patients coming in to actually start care. They needed care, but I, I couldn't deliver the message to where they were actually uh, deciding to sign on that dotted line, like, let's, let's do this. And so uh, that's when I actually uh, got with the business academy this goes back uh, you know, 12 years ago or so. It's been a long time. And, um, and they helped me actually develop a report of findings where my conversions went from like 35% all the way up to like 75 80%. And while I was with the business academy, I started looking and seeing, gosh, they teach so much more than just a report of findings. I realized like, oh my gosh, they can actually show me how to run a business and then the, the wheels started turning, like all the different things that I could do. And fast forward to today, like I've medically integrated. i got staff that run my office. As you said, I'm not in my office. Uh, I have the, really the true definition of freedom for me is like being able to do whatever you want to do when you want to do it, right? Yeah. And so uh, the Business Academy has helped me actually achieve that through putting their systems in, but also training my staff and uh, for them to run the office. That's huge. So a lot of the people listening right
0: now are in a position to where they may not be at where they want to be. Mm-hmm. They're they're stuck in there, they're overwhelmed. They can be a provider from, you know, a lot of different fields. You know, when you have to go from good to great. You know, this the goal here is to take them from overwhelmed to freedom. And by doing that, we have to to help our our people to go take the industry from where it is to where it could be, and a lot of that is in is in regards to taking those initial steps in the beginning. the stories are crazy, right? It would help with that, right? So you weren't always where you're at right now. So when it came to your personal growth and the struggles and what it really took to actually put you in this position, tell me about some of your early days back when you weren't integrated medically, you weren't driving in hundreds of patients a week and doing millions in revenue and having the success you're having. Tipping back to Dr. or Gary, just out of school, opening up practice, and what were those initial struggles like and some of the, the things you had to do
1: to really move through that? Sure. I mean, Getting out of school, like, like I felt like um, where I went to school, I went to Parker University, and I felt like I was a really good technician. Like I really knew how to t- take care of a patient. But there was this overwhelming fear of getting into business. Because for, for chiropractors, it's not like you can go into a hospital setting. You don't, you know, where, you know, you get groomed, you know. Uh, you really got to start your own practice or you have to work for someone. So, I went to work for someone and uh, was was not making a lot of money. And I worked there for about a year and realized, like, if I'm ever going to, you know, do anything here, I'm going to have to start going into business. But I actually had a, a, a ton of fear. So, I, I went into business with someone else. I had a partner. Mm. So, my... Now, partnerships are crazy sometimes. They can go really well. And me, I might... There's probably people listening
0: right now that have a really terrible partnership relationship or a really good one. And so it can be either your greatest asset, your greatest enemy. I mean, where did this one go?
1: You know, it, at first it was great and a uh, really good guy. Uh, you know, uh, that, that never changed. It's just that we had a different dream. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we weren't on the same page. And so we were together for about 10 years. And um, you know, towards the end, um, I just had a different vision than, than he did. And so, um, you know, I ended up, you know, borrowing money uh, you know, to 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 buy him out, and do my own thing. Uh, which you know, I, I thank him. You know, I, I haven't spoken to him for for many many years, but I'm very thankful for that learning lesson. It was a lesson of learning of like you know if you know because uh, there are great partnerships. This is just one where you know if you're not lined up, you know you're going to hit a ceiling. You know, your yeah. your you're, your growth is going to be stunted. But it's so funny how we can t- it's either in relationships and
0: it's in businesses. Sometimes people run into the issue of procrastination of like. I know I'm in a terrible position right now, or a position that's not in alignment for where I want to go. Yeah. But they don't know how to move forward and take action on something that could be potentially, you know, terrible for their life, or mm-hmm. they're not good for their business, or moving them in the wrong direction, and and, and not making a change. And I, you know, one of the biggest fears people have in life is change. Yeah. And one of my things I always try to embrace in myself when I have fear is going, okay, good, if I have to make a change, how do I embrace that head on and run towards fear versus trying to uh, withdraw back, but I mean, uh, away from it. But from your experience, what was that conversation like when you had to confront taking action on something that so many of us, man, procrastinate on so much, having to make a decision to break up a partnership that, that may not be Uh, Or maybe it could be a partnership with a team member, a friend, a close colleague. It could be that breakup with uh, maybe a relationship in your life,
1: but in this case, it was your business partner. What could we glean from that today? Sure. So I I think that um, for me, it was uh, my wife really pushed me like, was like, you need to get out of this. It's not good. She saw how unhappy I was Um, and she wasn't happy because I wasn't happy, you know, and um, also I think what we're, where many providers today go wrong is they don't have a coach. They try to get out there and do it on their own. And I go back to like many, many of the greats have said this, like if you want to do anything big, you can't do it by yourself. You know, you, you, you know, uh, any goal that's huge, you're going to ha- have to step on some shoulders and have some people push you up. There's always a, a plethora of people that are going to help you get where you want to go. And uh, That's where getting the right coach really you know, made me uh, explode because I've had so many different coaches, but I've never had a coach this long with the business academy where I've stuck the same place yeah. year after year because it was the only consulting company that actually taught me how to run a business, which is where true freedom exists. Is When you learn how to do something and you can replicate it and you can teach it, um, that doesn't exist out there. The, you know, it's so well, sort
0: of, well, for the healthcare industry, it's, it's sorely missing. I think anybody listening to this knows that the ability to take a practice and, and give the tools and strategies and the, even the things of like, here's how you have a conversation with a partner that it's not working out. Here's what you say, here's what you do, here's how you have a conversation with a team member where it's just not working out. Mm-hmm. And here's what you say, do, and have your ducks in a row to make that decision to move confidently. I Listen, there's not enough people in the industry teaching business,
1: right? There's very few. And that's where... uh, If you look at healthcare today, it's the reason why your small clinics are dying on the vine basically because they don't have the tools to market their business, to know how to expand their business. They don't know how to hire. They don't know how to train. There's so much of a not know there. That uh, you know they're going under, whereas the offices, for instance, that are trained up in that and they know that they're flourishing right now. And it it's never—it's never been a better time yeah, to be a true. chiropractor, frankly, because there's so much opportunity. It's crazy, and plus, right now we live in an economic climate that
0: is just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's there for the picking. I mean, any, any business can grow. And then, you know, I like to always—it's you know, funny when I talk to certain uh, colleagues in the industry sometimes where. They say things like, "I don't like to sell," "I don't like to be pushing my marketing," "I don't like to do all these things." I go, listen, man, you're running a business. Like any business you're running, has to have a marketing initiative that's being aggressively executed on, and it has to have a sales funnel that can move a patient through a conversion process or a customer yep. to your product. A practice is no different. I mean, I think you've learned that since the beginning. Like it's, it's if you don't run it like a business and you run it like a hobby. It's going to give you what a hobby will give you, yeah. not what a business could
1: give you. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's a, uh, really, it's a, it's a game. It's a fun game. Uh, but you've got to learn, right? That, like, you mentioned, like, people say that I don't like sales. That's like, to me, that's someone who's not purpose-driven. You know, what's your purpose? Why did you get into practice to begin with? You know, uh, you gotta, you got to tap into that why of why... You started, you went to chiropractic school or medical school to begin with It was to help and serve people. Well, if you're not going to get out there and, and preach to the crowds about what you do, yeah. how are you ever going to actually massively grow it? And the thing is, is your staff are going to feed off of your enthusiasm and they're going to feed off of your purpose, which is, um, uh, is going to help you grow to a massive level. And right now, um, you know, people, I think, come out of school and, you know, they run into some stumbling blocks. They don't have the tools and so they get jaded, and so they lose that spirit, right. you know. And so when you actually are able to teach someone how to run a business, know how to market, how to convert, it becomes fun again. Yeah. And so, and and actually, uh, I always like we always talk about being a founder, like or a dreamer. Right. You can start dreaming again. Like you, when you initially went to school, you had this dream, uh, you know, of, of helping people. And um, people lose that spirit over time because they get beat up because they don't know what they don't know, and so it comes down to finding the right coaching. That's a good point. You don't know what you don't know, right? And there's you have
0: a you have a really cool. I remember talking about this one time where you had this really cool like scale, where you come out of school and you know what you don't know, then you Mm -hmm. don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know, then you know that you. Here's what it is, you don't know when you get when you get into something. You don't know what you don't know, then you know that you don't know. Yeah. And then you become consciously aware of that you no, then you become, you become unaware that you know, yeah. and then you become unaware that you know to where it just comes
1: natural. Exactly, right? and that I, and think I said it, way, it right, something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you hit the nail on the head, but I, you know, it can make a little more sense from the standpoint of when you first get into anything, or before you do get into anything, you're unconsciously incompetent. That's what it is. Yeah, you're exactly. unconsciously incompetent on something, and then all of a sudden someone gives you an idea. And all of a sudden, now it's like, oh, I it's, have it's, it's know a know reality. I'm yeah, now now, I really now, know I'm, now I'm consciously incompetent, right? right? Now I, uh, I know something, but I know I don't know it. I'm incompetent in it. And then what happens is through training, now all of a sudden you become consciously competent, meaning that you have to think your way through doing it, but you can do it. Yeah. And but you know what you're doing as you're, you're doing it, and you it, can get that result. Exactly. And then when you become a black belt through training, you become unconsciously competent to where now it's like you're a black belt if someone gives you an objection on starting care you know exactly what to say when to say it the right tone and how to say it you know it just comes naturally and the only way that you can go from a state of unconsciously incompetent to unconsciously competent is training and that's lacking in our profession. It is, I
0: agree. So let's make sure, to I think it's important to recap on the podcast. I'm sure people are on the treadmill or in their car even taking notes at home. So the process is this, and I think I to be aware of it. You're gonna start off unconsciously incompetent. Yep. You're gonna move into consciously incompetent to where you know you don't know what you're doing. Exactly. Then you become consciously competent to where you actually know the tools and the tactics and the strategies. You can execute those marketing strategies and get new patients in. But yet it takes work in your effort. You have to think your way through it. You have to be conscious of what you're saying and doing. And then through repetition and through training and through excellent coaching, you get to a point where you're unconsciously competent, where you are just a black belt muscle memory, driving in sales and new patients into your practice with you out having to think about it. Am I exactly. on the same page?
1: Exactly. And then if you really want to scale your business, you take those same concepts and you teach staff. So you have a staff-driven practice and not a personality driven practice. That's and that's what drives you out of the business to where that's when you can start dreaming and have multiple clinics, or maybe you have just one big office, uh, but you can have multiple clinics, you can serve more people because now you have the tools to train other people up and you're actually like, talk about helping the economy. Oh, big time. To where you can actually employ so many more people and help so many more people because you have passed your knowledge on to other people to help them. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I know your, uh, your time is precious. Thank you for penciling us in today. I know
0: you only had a few minutes to sit down with us but uh, for those that are listening, I hope everyone enjoyed at home. Uh, Dr. Rademacher, thank you for your time. Thanks for having okay, me. Okay, we're out guys.